Whoa. Okay. And a three. And a two. And a one. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Crit Seekers. I'm Mason. I'm going to be your world weaver for the story. And with me is... I'm Danny. I play Nyx. I'm Russell. I play Seven. I'm Randall, and I play Tail. I'm Kat, and I play Nimue. All right. So previously on our story, um, we had started off with Nimue seemingly being taken by a merchant that you had come across on your journeys and disappearing before a fireball erupted around all of you. Um, You scrambled after that to try and find any bit of evidence as to where Nimue had been taken, where she had gone. And after a little bit of um, searching, decided to head to Bartholomew's Tower, the wizard that you had saved from the body of the behemoth, in order to try and figure out some type of plan to find her. And on the way there, Nyx, you received a message from Nimue saying that she had been taken by a person from your past, a member of a bandit group known as the Obsidian Corps that had um, tried to rob you all at the beginning of your journey. And you had followed them thinking that you had eradicated them within their hideout. Um, One of them had been spared and left alive. His name was Vale. And he had decided to seek revenge on Tail, who had done some questionable carving into of his allies when you had encountered them. Um, You all went to Bartholomew's tower, um, were taken through teleportation circle to the coastal city of Dead Cairn, where you hadn't been in about four months. Um, You gathered yourselves there, um, found an ally in your companion there named Alar, and brought him along with you all to the giant spine, or not the giant spine, the um, Iron Slopes mountain range to locate the fort of the once obsidian core and hopefully save your friend. Um, After you had made it into this fort, you had been already seen by Vale and his forces of what appeared to be um, devils that were with him. Uh, And they witnessed you walking into the courtyard to where a confrontation took place where Vale called Tail out for a one-on-one confrontation and came down into that courtyard. And Tail attempted to parlay and tried to defuse the situation to no avail. Um, no avail uh, with Vale. He <laughs> basically we finished off with Vale saying that you would die with honor as you lowered your your weapons and your defenses and didn't take a any type of offensive threatening stance towards him. He pulled out two daggers and began to rush towards you. So. So now as the rain begins to fall in droves around you, so you all stand in this courtyard, Tail's words, meant as a genuine attempt to de-escalate that situation, have fallen on deaf ears. Vale now rushes towards you, Tail, two daggers at his side, ready to strike. I need everybody to roll some initiative. Um, At the very end of the last session, I said that I wanted to be doing something while they were talking. Yes. Um, Okay. So what I wanted to try to do is um so the binds that are holding me mm-hmm. would you say that there's a rope that like it goes over the wrist would there be any way to like kind of like wiggle it so that way it's like right up against like the thumb joint uh no these ropes are 
um, tight, like tightly wrapped and woven in a way that there is no way to get them loose because they're specifically the knot is made for spellcasters because it's they don't the attempt is to not put them in a way that they can be loosened because spellcasters are such a dangerous threat that there had to be some type of way to keep them locked down by people arresting them or taking them captive that type of thing but it is just regular rope right it is if I'm looking around do I see Virgil anywhere make a perception check Um, 23. 23. Um, you glance around and at the moment you don't see Virgil anywhere. You can still see there are the two spine devils that are rested on the wall right near you and Rakir, the Rakshasa, that has now been revealed to you because you know Well, already. because I know. Katrina knows. And I think knows. people listening could tell what it was. Yeah. Um, and there are the two that are on the pillars kind of staggered near the rest of the group. But other than that, you don't see anything else in the air at the moment or around the immediate vicinity. Okay. Okay. I wanted to try to, this probably won't work based on your description, but what I wanted to try to do was um, like jerk my hands back in such a way that it popped the thumb joint out of place in my left hand. Because when you do that, it like, makes it so that your hands a lot more flexible and you can like slip out of things a lot easier because like your hand can contort better Mm -hmm. basically and since I have a knowledge of like medicine and things like that I wanted to try to do that so I could slip out so the ropes aren't just around your wrists they also kind of weave in between your fingers as well to keep your fingers taut so that you can't you know yeah that makes sense do any type of casting that way well then I won't do that (laughs) I won't have you Attempt to do it because you would you would definitely I would know. know. Yeah, okay. that's what I wanted to just check and see if I could do. So. Gotcha. Never mind. Okay, so initiative rolls from the top. I need tail. Twenty. Nix. Twenty-three. Seven. Twenty-two. Damn, you guys. Four. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alar only rolled an eight. It also kind of makes sense. Yeah. That does. My make hands sense. tied. And that's my plus four. two initiative. Guys, we've got four. A, yeah. <laughs> You literally can't roll that low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also get advantage on my initiative rolls. Wow. Isn't nice. somebody fucking cool? Yeah, someone still beat you, though, so. <laughs> I'd never roll. I won because I got a <laughs> plus five. You must have rolled an 18, too. Yep, I did. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 17, but I only have a plus three. Okay. Sucks. So, at the top of this initiative round, um, Nyx. You are at the top. You see Tail have this conversation with Vale um, and pull out the daggers and begin to rush towards him. And you see Tail drop his weapon and just kind of stand there, not taking up a defensive stance at all. What um, would you like to do? Can I, like, uh, can I make an insight check on Tail to see if he's, like, confident in what's happening right now and that he can handle this? Because I don't, after seeing that, I don't know. I'd say you can attempt one if you were, you're trying to kind of gleam Is that my what action, his, his reaction is going to be to this. Just based off of that, like, I just don't know if he has a plan. I, I'll let that just be your free action to kind of okay. make that check. Kind of get a read on what's going on before you make a move. 23. 23? 
Tails always confident. <laughs> he is. He, I mean, he, he, sta- he doesn't stand there nervous. I mean, he doesn't have like. So he's not worried that he, a dude's running at him with two knives. No, he seems to have like his ground stood. He he doesn't have a weapon up, and he doesn't have any type of defensive stance. But he's not like backing down or stepping back as if ready to like run. He's just like facing the danger head on. Um, how far away am I from this guy? Um, Tail probably would have stepped. You guys were all lined up. He walked out to meet Tail, so Tail probably would have stepped maybe like 20 feet away from you, and the guy was probably, he was like one movement distance, so he was about 30 feet away from Tail and was beginning to take that step towards him. So you'd be about 50 feet away from Vale, 20 feet from Tail. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to move up to Tail with my movement. Okay. And I did say last session that before this was starting that I click my boots together. Mm-hmm. Just an FYI. And then I'm going to hold a dagger attack on this guy if he actually, if he hits tail. Because I'm still not convinced we can't talk our way out of this. Okay. So you rush up next to tail and kind of just pull your dagger out and just... Two daggers. Both your daggers out and kind of take a stance just watching between them what's going to happen. Yep. Seven. Um, I'm also going to hold an action. I'm going to take out my bow and string an arrow and also uh, say the elven word uh, Frelton to cast my bonus on it. But yeah, I won't attack unless he follows through. Okay. Pretty much with it. Got it. So you pull an arrow out of your quiver and kind of hold it to the string and speak the word, and you can see the the runes across your bow start to like light up and glow, and that frost seems to just cake the edge of your string and start to curve around the arrow itself as you ready your shot, just waiting. Um, tail. I'm going to cast Hold Person on Veil. Okay. Uh, DC 16. Uh, sorry, I can't remember which. Uh, I'm confident in my decision now. I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like, should I attack? Okay. Oops. Didn't roll it. Oof. It is um, Not wisdom. Okay. Uh, he goes to run towards you and you reach out and you feel the arcane energy gather and then release towards him and his form stops mid-stride. You can see him kind of struggling, gritting his teeth towards you, but he he does appear to be held in place. Okay, then I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to, like, grab some rope from my bag. I know I can't, like, tie him up right now because that would be an action. So I'm just going to hug him. Okay. I pat his head, then I hug him. You pat his head and then hug him. <laughs> and I say, I'm, I'm sorry, but okay. I cannot let you hurt me or my friends right now. Okay. Right now. So you do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can do it later when I'm off the clock. <laughs> As you all make these moves, the, uh, the devils that are lined up on the pillars and stuff, they don't make a move towards you, but they you can see one of them kind of look at you and its tail comes up with like a spike ready aimed at you and same to you, seven. And you can tell that they're in like a a threatening stance where it's it's basically you get the idea that you're not supposed to be a part of this. And if you are to make a move that threatens that, 
they won't hold back those attacks. Can stand up. These are the two that are closest to us, right? Mm-hmm. And the two on the walls as well. Oh, those two you as well. You can see their tails come up okay. and kind of aim in your direction. Um, Nimue, next to you, you can see Rakir's arms folded, just kind of watching this. There's kind of a, hmm, just watching what's going on so far. Um, for Vale's turn, he gets a save at the end of, at the end of his turn, turn right? Yeah. Okay. So he's going to make that save again. Jesus. He's still held in place. You can see him struggling as you as you hug him. There's like a, you can just feel the like ire like leeching off of him, and he grunts but can't move. He's just stuck in place like mid step towards where you had been. Um, Alar, kind of just he pulls out um, a sword from the sheath on his back and then a small dagger. And you can see the sword that he's holding um, ignite with flames across its blade, but he just holds his his stance and looks to the devils up top, just waiting as well. And uh, definitely a standoff here. Uh, Nimue. So I'm going to use my turn to yell up at the sky for Virgil. I'm going to just start screaming his name and looking and seeing where he is. Okay. Roll a perception check as you start to scream out for Virgil. Uh, that's a 28. A 28? <laughs> you start screaming out his name and looking, and there's still nothing in the sky that you that catches your notice, even screaming out that name. Yeah, well, I'm still going to keep doing it. Okay. Just keep my hopes up. Um, Nyx, you see Tail reach out, cast this spell, and Vale freezes in place, and Tail walks up and hugs him, and then takes a step back and begins to pull rope out of his um, his bag. But you can see also these devils that have readied themselves for any inclination to... They're perched, because aren't we... There's like an opening in the rock, right? There's like... like a, There's like walls around us, right? Is that what yeah, they're perched they're on? Yeah, fa- but they're pretty far away. No, you're in the middle of the courtyard where there were the pillars. The first time you were here and even now, there's two pillars that had fallen in the middle of this courtyard and they've been moved from this like middle section to the side, but there are still two standing pillars and they're on top of those pillars. So they're they're very close to where you guys are, but they're up on these pillars that are probably raised about 20 feet up. And they're just perched on top. I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. Okay. I see Nimue, right? I can see her screaming for Virgil on the top of her fucking lungs. I'd say with your height and how high up she is, you can't quite see her. You saw where like Vale or yeah, Vale had been like over the edge and assumed that she was up there, but you can definitely hear her screaming. I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself, and then um, I'm going to try to find a way up there. Other stairs. I'm gonna try and go, you know, quietly. Okay. Um, you'd have to go into the fort itself to get to the stairs that There's lead nothing. up. There's nothing. I can't climb up the wall or anything. You can definitely try. The wall's gonna be um, from where you're at for where tail is. It's gonna be like a movement and a ha- like a full like if you dashed and a half to get to the outer wall. 
and you can try and climb up. Okay, from there. I guess I was visualizing this differently because if I don't see a way up to her, I don't know that I would do that. Well, you know because we've been inside the fort. You know how to get up to the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Danny can't remember any of that, so. Ugh, I don't know what to I do. I was gonna draw a map, battle map, but I thought it, it would uh, hold us back, and so I guess I was wrong. <laughs> You're good. I get this. I'm not gonna cast invisibility then. Okay. I'll just go help tail tie that guy up, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> it's nobody's traded blows. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's. So you kind of unconvinced at what action to take, step up to Tail, and Tail, you can see Nyx kind of step up to you and just like a concerned but confused look in her eyes of like, I don't, what, what do we do? I'm going, can I respond? Say something to her? Nope. Okay. Seven. <clears throat> you watch this as well. Tail, step up, pull out the rope, and then Nyx step up next to him. Um... With that being the case, um, instead of pointing my arrow towards uh, Vale, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep watch and hold my hold my uh, um, attack action still to see if the demons, those flying things, make a move. Okay. So I'll focus my attention on them, basically. Okay, sounds good. So you you turn your attention to the one closest to you. Um, Tail, you are up. Okay, I'm gonna tie him up, pretty much. That's just what I'm gonna do. Okay, so you begin to take the rope and pull his hands behind him and tie. Because I'm pretty sure hold person just lock. They're not like frozen like stone. I'm pretty sure just lock. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're paralyzed. So you can still move them. Um, So you begin to move to tie his hands back behind him. And I'm going to tie his legs if that's cool. As you move to do this, um, this voice echoes out inside your head and you hear it say, Weak. You are weak. Motherfucker. Take the power that I have given you and destroy this creature. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Son of a bitch. Seventeen. Seventeen. So, yeah. (laughs) The handprint on your shoulder begins to erupt with this stabbing pain, and you can feel the darkness begin to (sighs) approach on the edges of your mind. But your fortitude holds true, and even as this cold darkness pushes against your will, you push back harder. This warmth fills your chest, and it's familiar somehow. This surge of energy is almost as reminiscent of this warm feeling surging that you get from Nimue when you're touched with her divine magic. And another voice whispers into your mind. It says, I will not leave you, child. Thank you, Varuna. I will not give in this time. Then I'm just going to continue tying Vale. Okay. So you continue to tie him. Um, I mean, that's your action you take. You tie him. You get where? I mean, what, are you tying him specifically? You're just tying hands behind back. Tying hands behind the back. Disarming I, him, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, like, throw his daggers off to the side. Can I tie his legs too, or is that going to be another action? I'd say that's another action. I was helping, though. I just didn't, I said I was going to help him tie You're right. it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, that's fine with me. So okay. you and Nyx both 
take the time to, to tie ropes around his legs as well. Okay, then I'm going to um, lay him down on the ground. Okay. Um, Nyx, as you stepped up to begin tying his legs up, you hear a screech from the creatures up above, and they are going to release attacks on seven Nyx. Um, one of them will shoot Alar, and the, uh, two of them will shoot at you, Nyx, and one will shoot at Alar. Fuck you! So as they screech, where's my dice? Um, Time to get some XP. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Um, So that's an eight, which misses you, and then an 11, which also misses you, is two from the first one. You can see spines um, kind of like pull up out of its tail and then shoot out towards you and you manage to just step out of the way as they strike into the ground next to you and tail. And then the other one that shoots at you is a 22 and a 12. So again, you step out of the way as one shoots next to you, but it had been anticipating your dodge. And as you step back and get missed by the first one, a second one strikes you in the shoulder. I use uncanny dodge. Okay. Uh, I need to not have this many dice because it's hard to find them all. Okay, so you take uh, six points of piercing and two fire halved, so it would be four, four points of damage total. As you, f- <laughs> as you feel this spine stab into your shoulder, and then this like burning sensation accompanies it as it you feel it um, like surge into your bloodstream. Um, the one at you seven is going to be an 18 and a 10. Rude. So one of them hits you. Do I get a hit it because I was holding an action? Yeah, I'd say that you can take your shot at it. Hell yeah. So you would take four points of piercing damage and five points of fire damage, so nine total as you step out of the way of one spine and release your arrow. <laughs> he rolled a one and a two. Oh. Well, I did not At least it's not a natural one, because you had the... T- oh, wait, that's for both of your attacks, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you... <laughs> Never mind. So you step out of the way of the first spine that strikes down into the ground um, before you, and you, you loose your arrow as you step back, and it just flies wide. Rip. And you pull out the second one and take aim and go to shoot that one as the set the spine strikes you right in the side and it causes your arrow to fly wildly again. Um, yeah, so you miss that on Alar. Oof, that was cocked. It was a natural twenty, but it was cocked. Um, Alar dies. A Thirteen <laughs> misses and a ten that misses. That dice is going away too. <laughs> um, and that would be all four of them. So they fire their attacks. Um, Veil. Can I still bad. move? Huh? I can't move. Use my movement after I tied him up. Um, you, I guess you could have. I'll let you do it this time, but can't wait until well, later I, to decide. To I thought move. you're just like using that as a reaction because I didn't think my turn was ended yet. I thought that oh. was just their reaction. Apologies. Next moving. Nope. But I well, just want. It was, but it, yeah. It all got a little loosey goosey okay. there. Well, I just wanted to move like towards like the steps that Vale took down or like inside. So like move towards the fort itself? Yeah. Okay. Um, He's going to attempt to shirk free of your... Okay. 
Finally. So he breaks out of your hold person, and you can see him, Nyx, you being kind of next to him now, he's tied and just starts to struggle and, like, grunt, trying to get loose himself from the the ties. But he can't really do anything because that was his action. Um, Alar stepping away from these two spines that strike um, the ground near him is going to take the dagger in his hand and kind of flip it in the air and chuck it at the one that took a shot at him. Um, and that's a... Oh, wow, I forgot he had that big of a bonus. Okay, so that hits. That's a big bonus. And that <laughs> hits as well. So... why I keep having the dice I need and then losing them. Um, eight... Five. Okay. So he he turns and takes this and chucks it at this um, creature, and you can see the dagger pierce into its throat, and as the dagger it like falls off of the pillar to the ground, unmoving. So Alar has wow, dropped okay. one of them. Alar was uh, kind of a badass, if you remember correctly. You fought with him during the Rat King fight. Too bad he couldn't be badass enough to stay stealthy. Well, that wasn't his fault. Um, <laughs> Nimue. So oh. you calling out for um, for Virgil, you don't see anything around you. And in doing so, all of a sudden you see the two uh, spine devils in front of you take a, uh, like aggressive stances and you see them fire spines from their tail down and you can't quite see the area like where they're shooting at, but it's pretty obvious to yeah, tell that things uh, have escalated. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to, having sufficiently, I feel like, called Virgil, hopefully, I don't know. I, I've never tried to get him to come to me before. Um, and then I'll turn to um, Rakir and I'll say, I will strike you a deal. Please just let me go and at least die with my friends. And I'll take off the spell that I cast on you earlier so you don't get a splitting headache every day for the next 29 days. He turns to you as you say this and there's a... (laughs) That spell no longer affects me anyway, child, but I am impressed by your cunning. My contract is not with you and the details were set in stone. He considers for a moment and then steps over and begins to untie your wrists and then steps back and folds his arms and just watches over the edge to what's happening below. Okay, I'm gonna go step over to the edge too and try to look and see what's happening. So looking down now, you can see Vale on the ground tied up <laughs> with Nyx next to him kind of grabbing her shoulder as there's like a, a long spine sticking out of it. You can see Alar over on the side having just thrown a dagger and you see the, the one devil fall and crash to the ground and you see Tail running in towards as Seven as well as like dodging blows from another devil but Tail is running towards you like to the, the fort itself. All right, I'm going to, is it, is it okay if I say something else? I probably can't do much else on my turn. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, you're not, like, taking any type of action action. I'd I'd say you can use a bonus action, quote-unquote, to yell something else if you'd like. I'll say, the cat guy is cool. You don't have to worry about him, but I'm coming down. (laughs) 
And I'm going to start, if I can use my movement, to start going down the stairs. Okay. For sure. Um, the top, Nyx. You've just taken... Um, whoops. Well, that's fine. You've just taken a spine in the shoulder. And you kind of feel that surge of pain. But you see Tail take off running towards the fort. And then hear and see Nimue step up to the edge oh and yell over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> this guy did not plan this very well. <laughs> what is going on? There's the two, what are they? They're birds? He did, he just They're underestimated that you guys devils. had gained so they, as much. Can they, they're humanoid or what? Yeah. Oh, I no, keep thinking they're of the like, Peritans. They're they're winged creatures. They they look they're not they're not really humanoid. I mean they're bipedal and they're holding like these pitchfork like tridents almost, but they have these tails that come over and these like their heads are very similarly shaped like toothless from um, How to Train Your Dragon, but they've got like very spiny, like pointed less teeth. Less cute. Yeah, basically. very very much less cute. More than cute. <laughs> okay. They're not very toothless. Um, and he shot, he shot me from on top of the pillar, right? Yep. The other pillar, the one you watch Alar chuck a dagger up, hit it in the throat, and it falls down, unmoving. So there's only three of them. I'm going to throw my dagger <laughs> at the one up top. Yeah. Okay. Make your attack roll. Who's got the bigger dick, Alar? Alar. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alar. <laughs> That's a 17 to that hit. Hits. Oh, damn. Suck that neck, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh! Oh, I don't get sneak attack, do I? Uh, no, you would not. It is so quite aware of that. you. That is so um, plus a six. That's nine points of piercing damage. Nine points. Okay. It's sticking into it, right? Yes. Cool. <laughs> That's all I'll do. So you throw your knife up, and it sticks into like the lower left side of this creature, and it kind of gives a <clears throat> grunt. Wait, and looks that's my that's my turn though. Wait, wait. Can you use it as yeah, a bonus? Yeah, I think you can bonus action if you're doing what I think you're doing. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Okay. So you throw. I'm assuming this is your your nice dagger that you throw up at this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that one. Okay, cool. So it sticks in. Get, it kind of eyes you with just a, a look that's like, you're going to regret that. I'm looking at him like, bring it the fuck on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, tail. Okay. You just keep running into the fort. Um, How far away is Nyx for me? Nyx Wait, is... Isn't you it my turn? Oh, yeah, sorry. I, the initiative had... I accidentally. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Skipped um, and just was like, I'll figure it out. I just want to shoot the demon that shot me. Okay. Make a shot. Oh, my God. Uh, 14. That hits? Oh, wow. Nice. Just barely. Okay. Second hit. Ah, crit. Jesus. <laughs> okay. So you kind of steadying yourself after this last volley that caused you to miss take your stance and you draw back as the frost coats this next arrow as it looses and you can see the crystals trail behind it as it strikes into this creature and sprays a like, burst of frost across its chest. And then the second arrow strikes just into its gut and does the same. You can see the frost kind of start to spread across its, its um, 
chest area. I don't know what kind of skin they have. I was trying to come up with a good one, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, 22 points of damage. That is exactly what you needed as the frost begins it. to like travel, almost frostbiting where these arrows have struck in. And you can see the creature kind of falter for a moment before glancing down at its chest. And it just, it almost like wobbles as the frost takes hold. And then it falls forward and tumbles off of, this was one of the ones at the edge of the fort itself. So tail, as you're like running towards the fort, you see two arrows strike out, hit one of the ones on the edge as it plummets down and lands unmoving on the ground in front of you. Nice. Are you doing anything else for your turn? Oh, no, that's my turn. Okay, and then it's your turn as you see this. Is Nyx 30 feet? Yeah, you had taken your movement to go 30 feet. So she is just 30 feet away from me, right? Yep, behind you. I'm going to twin spell haste on it, me and Nyx. God damn it. Yes! (laughs) Nice. Okay, remind me, though, what what do I get with haste? Uh, You get an extra action. You um, Your movement speed doubles, and you get plus two to AC. Then, Damn, your AC is higher than mine with that. Then I'm just going to bolt up all the way up. So as this haste kicks in, you feel another sensation as you kind of turn to go. Your body pulses with this like divine warmth that you felt at the uttering of the words from Varuna. And your strength feels renewed and that dark eminence of Maglubiet kind of fades and is replaced by this calm but strong warmth now within you as oh. you make headway into the fort. Um, quicker than you would have. You still don't, you don't yeah. make it to the stairs, obviously. I but am going to use my hasted action to summon my weapon to me. Okay. So as you're running, hold out your hand, and there's this, <laughs> as your chakram appears in your hand, you kind of do that cool, like, anime run with it behind you as you just <laughs> take off into the fort itself. Cool. Um, you make it a good ways way. in, but you've still got probably another turn before you can mm-hmm. make it to the back where the stairs are. Um, okay these devil's turns. So um, the one that took the knife from you, Nyx, is going to make a couple attacks at you. Uh, that is a, an 18 and a 17 to miss. hit. This both miss? Yeah, because my AC right, oh, you're now 19 19. right now is 19. <laughs> you're welcome. Plus, just a reminder, I know I'm only holding one dagger, but when I'm holding both, I also get a plus one to my AC as part of the stiletto of mm-hmm. the infiltrator. Yeah, I know. I just, you I gave it gave to me. It. <laughs> <laughs> so a spine shoots out towards you and with your remain, but you're not holding the stiletto right now. No, I, I know. So, I so, but my AC is still 19. Yeah, okay. So as the one spine shoots out towards you, you kind of pull up your knife and deflect it out of the air. And then a second one comes towards you and you step just out of the way as it like flies past. You can feel the whoosh, like particles of your hair blow as it strikes into the ground below you. I stick my tongue out at him. <laughs> um, the one up on the wall that was next to the one that you killed, Seven, is going to um, turn and take shots at you. Rude. Uh, that's a 23 and a 21 to hit you. Wow. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So as you're pierced with two of these, you take five points of piercing and one point of fire from the first, and then um, six points of piercing and five points of fire from the second. So 11 total there. 
and six on the first. As two of them strike into one, like grazes your side and almost pierces a hole in your cloak as it just kind of blows it aside. And then Rude. the second one strikes into your thigh and you kind of take a stumble for a second before riding yourself. And then um, the other remaining one is going to take a shot at Alar. Uh, Matt is a, an 18. There was five? No, there's four. I thought two were dead. Oh, yeah. Alar killed one. Right? Yep. Alar killed well, one and seven killed It didn't one. register. My, I'm still trying to figure out this D&D Beyond initiative tracker. D&D Beyond, uh, everybody. It's great. It tell you, you can't figure it out. Um, <laughs> wow. It didn't work. It didn't register my my entering that kill. So if I was just looking at the three that were there. So yeah, one of the other one does not take a shot at Alar because he's well, dead. fuck. Why didn't this one shoot Alar instead? <laughs> <laughs> because you Stupid killed its friend bird. next to it. Um, vale is going to You're make an bird. attempt <laughs> to get out of his bird. restraints. Oh, uh, that would be athletics. Oops. I'll still take it. Damn. Okay. He starts to struggle, and just with the way you both tied him, he is just not able to break out of these restraints. Um, you can hear, Nix, you can hear him start, like, cursing under his breath and just, like, just yelling in frustration as he cannot get out of these ties. Um... Alar is going to take the steps over and yank his dagger out of the one that's on the ground that he killed and then take a throw at the one that you had been attacking. Uh, that's going to hit. And it does. Okay. Eight points of damage to it. How does it look? It looks um, as this da his dagger flies up again and like strikes it in the the sh like shoulder joint of its wing. You can see it kind of like pierce in between the bone of that joint and it lets out a howl and it it's looking pretty hurt. Like it hunches over from this, um, but is still looking down to both of you, like ready to go. But it does look pretty hurt. Nimue. Um, as I'm. Running down, I'm going to, as soon as I reach the doorway, I'm going to turn around and genuinely, sincerely say to the Rakshasa, thank you. And I'm going to run down the stairs, and as I'm doing so, I'm going to cast Detect Magic and try to sense my shield. Okay. So you begin to run down the stairs, and you, you say this, and um, Rakir's head just turns slightly in your direction and gives a nod and then he looks back to the battlefield just arms folded watching and you begin to run down the stairs as you cast detect magic and you feel that divine surge within you kind of rasp out to anything magical in your area you don't feel it in your immediate vicinity within 30 feet of you well it lasts 10 minutes so okay um, um, if I get a ping I'm gonna head that direction okay sounds good you would make it probably about halfway down the stairs with um, just a, your movement, your 30 feet. Yeah. And I I don't have anything for a bonus, so that's my turn. Okay. Nix. How far am I from the pillar? From the pillar of the one that is still alive that you're, you're I mean, you're pretty close to it. You're probably like five, 10 feet away from the pillar and it's 20 feet up. If I climb something, <laughs> Is my movement halved? Uh, I believe 
Yours might not be. No, that's for the thief. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, yours archive. would be halved. So it's just normal since <laughs> Yeah, so I still yeah. have... So you still have normal speed with your haste. Um, your move speed is 50. Well, because she's well, just bonus action. Clicked, so, oh. yeah. Um, and you can bonus action dash. And you have an extra action. So can I use my movement to climb Holy that? fuck. <laughs> you can try to climb it. You can probably You're going to have to make an athletics thing. check to do so. It is raining. Athletics? And it is raining. Mm-hmm. Which so you would be at disadvantage to climb this pillar. You know, in Breath of the Wild, when you're trying to climb something, like it's raining. <laughs> um, okay. Nine. Nine. <laughs> so you, you feeling this surge of adrenaline after Tail cast the haste spell on you, um, just you kind of get this smirk on your face and run towards the pillar, and you go to scramble up, and, and you get about five feet up before your hand catches a loose rock, and it um, loses way and causes your other hand to kind of lose its grip as the pillar is soaked from the rain, it's and like you slide back wild. down. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what exactly. I was just making a joke about. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Um, okay, then can I just like does can I just like use my bonus action to just hide? Fuck. Ugh. I have two actions and a bonus action left. I'm gonna use my bonus action to hide on, on the pillar, try, away from where the devil is looking. Okay, make your stealth check. That's. Oh, what do I... Plus fucking 13. That is, is 28. Okay. It doesn't appear to notice you slide <laughs> then, around the pillar. So that's my bonus action. I'm going to use one of my two remaining actions to teleport to my dagger. Okay. And as soon as I grab it, I'm going to stab him again. Do I get sneak attack? Yes, you would. So seven, you and Alar would be the only ones who can really see this. Um, you watch Nick's like scramble and try to climb up this pillar and slide down and kind of look at it with dissatisfaction and then like slink around the back of the pillar and you lose sight of her before there's this flash up above and you can see her just appear clutching the dagger in this devil's chest as she yanks it out and goes to stab back down into it so make your attack roll rude i wanted to kill him <laughs> no. that's, <right. laughs> that's probably so loud no, that's fine. i'm just excited because yeah. i'm sneaking this is the first time this has happened. That was awesome. <laughs> <Hell> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You're probably so gonna you kill this. Teleport to this dagger. This I'm probably devil. gonna kill it. You twice pull over. out your dagger, and as you go to like, your momentum carries you back downwards. You take both hands and stab this into its throat, <gasps> and as you fall, the dagger just tears. We the one and two. Yeah, and this dagger just tears down the throat of this devil. Oh my fucking god. Dude, that's so much damage. That's so much. <laughs> Hold on. I can't, I can't even count. It's, I'm it's so excited. Dead. <laughs> so ten. Fifty. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty. Nope. Sixty-two points. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, they, uh, their max hit points is twenty-two. <laughs> Uh, killed dead. him like three times <laughs> over. So, <laughs> so your your dagger tears down its throat as momentum begins to carry you downwards, and then catches on like its rib cage and pulls it teetering off of the pillar, and you're able to like angle yourself up above it. So seven, you just watch this devil poof, smash the ground with Nick's almost superhero landing, landing on top of it, 
holding onto her dagger, she just pulls it out of its throat with this spray of like dark black blood on top of this it's unmoving devil. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, you're rolling so good. You from behind um, you, because she's a little too far away, you just hear Alar. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just standing on the pillar still. No, you felt like felt you dragged him. it okay, down okay, and okay. you were able to angle yourself on top of it. So okay, you landed okay, okay. on the body as it crashed into the ground. Oh, man. Okay. That was one of my proudest moments. Seven. Well, um, and you wasted it on a bearded devil. <laughs> <laughs> They're spined devils, but... Oh, sorry. Enough is enough. (laughs) (laughs) So you watch this happen, and now there is one remaining devil who is uh, still on the wall. Is this the one that's injured? Nope. This one has not taken a single point of damage. Okay, the one that... This is the last remaining one on the wall next to the one that you had dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to move so that I'm like 10, 15 feet away from Vale. Okay. Um, In front of him. So, like, he, he should still be between me and the stairs. Right. Um, and then I want to take my shots at the last demon. Okay. Twenty-one to attack and a nineteen. Both hit. So seeing seeing Nyx do this kind of gives you that like. I want to do something cool like that. And you take the step forward and you, in quick succession, just shoot your two arrows, both coated in frost that strike it almost in the same point, right at the like apex of its sternum. Twenty-eight damage. And the frost sprays up over its face, and you can again see that like frostbite almost take hold over its face as this one not even stumbles, it just lifeless tumbles off of the edge and falls down motionless. I like this bow. (laughs) It's cold like my heart! (laughs) (laughs) It's cold just like your exterior. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll have that take as well. I'm going to give Vale one, well, okay, Tail, it's, it's your turn now. We'll go through just one more full round and then we'll See what happens. Take it out of initiative. I'm just going to, you know, continue running up until I see Nimway, I guess. Okay. You make it, like, almost to the stairs with the re- with your hasted dash, basically. Meme-like. You run through <laughs> You run through the, like, interior foyer with the, as you pass through, there's the barracks that you guys had found, the bag of holding and a bunch of loot in the first time. Mm-hmm. And then into, like, the interior um, where there's kind of that open... Um, like open area that leads to different rooms with the library kind of being on the right. And the stairs are just past the the library on the left, like directly in front of you. And so you rush past and make it almost to the stairs with your whole movement. Okay. Um, And I'm gonna give Vale one more. Okay. Um, So seven, you see Vale still struggling on the ground, finally wriggle his way out of the the hand ties and go and begin to start trying to untie his feet. But his action was to get the the hand tie out, basically. Um, Alar is going to walk up to you, Nyx, and he just holding his like flaming sword on one side and he walks over to the devil that you're on because his knife is still in it and just steps up to it and kind of gives you a look and reaches down and plucks out the dagger and just goes 
Well, Namira, it seems you've learned a few things since we last saw each other. Um, and he looks down at it and back up at you and just like, well done. And like sheaths a dagger at his side, but still holding the sword out. I just, I don't say anything, but I nod my head and I have like a little smirk of <laughs> just like, no, 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 not like to like, I'm trying like to think you're of the proud word. Of Self-satisfaction. No, yeah, I'm just, no, that I appreciate his feedback. Okay. But it's slight. Gotcha. All right, uh, Nimue. Um, I'm gonna keep running down the stairs and just keep looking, see if Look. anything pings up for my shield. So you make it to the bottom of the stair, just booking it down and almost out of breath, you reach the bottom and turn and almost come face to face with Tail who is booking it in your direction and kind of stop in your tracks. Nimue! <laughs> Tail, oh my god, it's so good to see you. Oh, they didn't hurt you, did they? No, they didn't. I'm fine, I'm okay. fine. I need my shield, though. Oh. Let's get my shit and let's fucking leave. Yeah. You don't feel a ping in your vicinity still, being 30 feet away. Does that include magical items? Um, yeah. Detect magic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if for a fact if there's any type of like eminence of magic coming off of it. I actually don't know. Like, I assume my shield is magical, but I really don't know. Strand doesn't know much about it. Neither does Nimue. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I haven't used an action yet, right? Nope. Uh, do I have locate objects? No, I do not. Um, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh, I'm just gonna keep running. I'm just gonna keep running. Do you like run past tail? You only get. You've got like maybe five or ten feet more movement from running down the rest of the way of the stairs. Okay. Um. Fuck. I don't know where my shield is, and I'm not fucking leaving without it. Um. Okay, I'm gonna cast Enhance Ability on myself for intelligence checks. That's gonna be my action. Okay. Um, so I think with that, I will pull us out of initiative here for the moment. Um, Seven and Nyx, you see as you take in those deep breaths of, of things finishing and take in the surroundings, the devils all lay dead around you and Seven in front of you, you can see Vale having released himself from the handhold and he's struggling now to like untie his feet basically and just not he, it's, he's almost like in a state of of anger and frustration and it's it's he's like overdoing it and it's not untying and he's just beginning louder and louder like cursing and screaming and trying to untie this um yeah we're out of initiative so oh, okay I'm gonna um I'm going to say to Taylor, I am not leaving without my shield. Yeah. Please help me look for it. Uh, for the remainder of my haste, I'm just going to bolt through every room. Okay. Trying to see if I can find and it. So Taylor just takes off it. and starts um, going through. Okay. Oh, actually. Oh, fuck. I already did it. Never mind. Is that guy still standing on the edge? Uh, Ruck here. here. Make a perception check. Uh, 13. 13. Um, you can't quite see, like, okay. past just the very edge. He's not on the very edge of the, the, the roof of this. I will take the spine that's in my shoulder and put it into my bag. 
Okay. So you, like, yank it out of your shoulder and just open your bag and stick it in. And... Vale is just... Okay. Yeah, if you look over, you can see him just struggling to untie his feet and cursing. I'm going to approach him. Okay. Why do you insist on fighting this? He's just... (laughs) You... (laughs) You don't... You don't understand what he's done. What he will do to you, he'll do it again. And to others, and I have to stop it. And he's struggling, just trying to pull these ropes off of his hand or his legs. Nimue saved you. And that's why I spared her from this. But you all had to just go and... But this path you're on is only going to lead to your own demise. No. 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 This will not lead to mine. It will be his. His demise. It will end with his. Okay. Can I check his person? See what he has on him? You're going to, like, search him while he's... (laughs) Yeah, and he said that he threw his daggers over. I'll go take those. Okay. (laughs) He's not even paying attention to you walk over to take the daggers. He's just, like... But his sanity is slowly starting to fade into, like, just this state of... of Definitely yeah. getting some Azula vibes. <laughs> Super Azula yeah. vibes. Yeah, everything out fire. Yeah. And he's, he's, like, his hands are free, so he's struggling for his legs. And you go over and, like, try to search him afterwards, after you pick up the daggers. Yeah. Okay. His hands are free. So you come over Oh, his and, hands are free, yeah, yeah, and I'll fucking tie restrained. those back up again. Okay, make a strength tech check contesting his as you... Oh, can I assist her? Because I'm right next I'm to him. I'm going to give him disadvantage, even though that was bad, because he's in a state. Wait, yeah, yeah okay. can I assist oh, her? Because I'm right next to her. Yeah, so you both walk up, cool. and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been higher than his, but he's like fumbling. I don't know about that. roll a natural one. I, I rolled a two, which would have been an unnatural one, so I guess maybe oh. I would have Yeah. matched it. Um, but now it's a nine. Okay, that's still... He rolled a four. So he's, <laughs> oh, he's like struggling, trying to pull these ropes off of his legs and not having any way. And you come over and like, he doesn't notice you until you go to start take his hands. And then he turns and starts to, uh, and starts to fight. And Seven comes over and you're both able to grab and like steady his arms and pull them back and tie the rope back on him again. And he's just flailing from side to side now. Just let me out of here. I'm going to actually never mind. Yeah, now I'm going to search his person. <laughs> okay, make an investigation check with disadvantage because he's literally, like, flailing back and forth as you're trying to, like, pat him down. 19. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the only thing he has on him is a small coin purse with 15 gold in it. I'll leave that. I take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't so you, stop him. You find it and leave it and go on, and Seven just kind of walks up and grabs it. <laughs> he doesn't seem to care about the gold, but nothing else on his person. Okay. Um, Tail and Nimue, uh, it doesn't take you guys very long as you start going through the rooms. Nimue, you get um, a ping from like a separate... Actually, the Detect Magic would have worn off as soon as I used Enhance Ability, which oh, you're right. I was going to say that I yeah. didn't do it, but then I was like, I already did it. I'm not going to backtrack. So Fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not hard to for you. One of you, we'll say Tail, who's booking it around. You step into the library, and there seems to be this like makeshift um, living space that has been made out of the corner of the library. There's like a cot and like th- you know 
tattered sheets and stuff that are the it's not made or anything and it's the shield is just leaned up against the cot itself with Nimue's bag next to it I found it then I pick it up and I run you got the bag of holding too right yeah I picked everything that I assume was yours sweet alright so you you both meet up back in kind of the the central chamber of this fort and hand Nimue her stuff let's go I don't want to be here any longer let's go Anyway, I'm sorry that what I did caused you to become captured. It's okay. It's my fault. I'm the one that spared his life. Oh, that's how he leave. Sorry. But no, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's better that no, no, you No, no, I'm did. sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, everyone safe. Let's go. Don't you think that we should take care of him? Like... He's going to keep coming after us. He's made a deal with the devil. He's going to keep coming after us. I don't want to hurt him anymore, but I don't know. What if, if he does he... this exact same thing again, and then we get another diversion again for this dumb bullshit? That's true. I don't want him to hurt you. Well, I don't want him to hurt I me don't. either, but I especially don't want him to hurt you. Yeah, and I don't know how much longer he will continue to do this. He's going to keep hunting you down. Yeah, I don't know if it's better to put end to it right now or stop him. Let's go meet up with Nix and Seven and talk to them about it. Okay. But we need to hurry. I, Rakia, the, the, the cat person upstairs, he he let me go, but I don't know how long that's going to last. He's oh. a, some creature that Vale's made a deal with. and okay. Who knows how long he's going to be amiable. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Not a run. Hurry. Okay, so you guys kind of out just around Vale. Um, Alar steps up and still has his sword drawn, but kind of stands a few feet back, just almost in like a observant of what's going on with you guys, just kind of keeping watch. And um, not too long later, maybe five, ten minutes, Nimue and Tail step out of the fort and walk towards your direction. And you see them all now kind of grouped around Vale on the ground, who is thrashing and just like kicking his legs and cursing out into the open. And yeah. I'm gonna walk up next to him and sit down and start writing something in my book. Oh, you sit down next to him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You do this and his flailing, he kind of flips over and he sees you and he says, you, you, you should be dead. This was supposed to end this way. <laughs> He's just breathing heavy and just looking at you with just these this piercing, fiery, angered gaze. I I don't think anything should end this way, or any person's life should end this way now. But mm. I'll just continue writing. <laughs> He's still still flailing, like turns to all of you and says, "You, all of you, can't you see it? He's going to do it to all of you. It'll happen. You'll see. You know I'll be right when it does." Does he does he seem to be acting of his own volition or does is this like a rat king situation? Make an insight check. Damn, 22. 22. Uh there doesn't seem to be any like outside control that you can tell. It <laughs> almost seems to be just like this slow descent into madness, just unhinged. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over and I'm going to Lean down, and I'm going to say, 
Revenge will eat you alive, and it already has. Let it go before it completely takes you. Spare your life once, and I can take that away. Beach says, you, you know nothing, but you will. You will. And just looks away from all of you and continues thrashing. His shirt was taken off. He took off his shirt, right? So we can see the runes I carved. No, it's like an open, loose tunic. So the, it is open. You can see the runes that were carved, but his shirt is on. Okay. I'm going to like stare at the scars, and I'm going to be like, Nimue, any possible way we can get rid of those scars. Do I have anything that can get rid of that? Make a medicine check. Based on just looking at it, the only thing that really echoes in your head is like you can only, it would take time. It would take time and treatment and, you know, trying to heal the scars naturally, essentially. They've already taken root. Whereas, you know, a lot of healing magics are something that can, in the moment, take care of a wound like that. Something that takes root and has been there that long is, is hard to cure without something that's out of your grasp at the moment. Yeah, or like, like you said, months of treatment. Mm-hmm. I'll relay that too. Okay. You know, Veal, I I see what's happening to you and how angry you're becoming and how it seems like you're becoming mad and all of that stuff. I hear when I was a child, I hear lots of stories about something such as this. I don't know if it's same cause, but that is something that I myself am very afraid of, you know? So, I don't know if it's better to just put you out, like, stop it right now, because I know what misery that madness can bring to people. But I'm sorry that, you know, you see those scars on yourself. And I just want to let you know that I will not do that to others. I only, after I did that to you, there is only one other and even then I was stopped by my friends. And so, well, you know, I don't know what you're going to do from now on, but I think that you should try and not give in to that. So, yeah, here, I wrote something for you. You can read it after you get out of those ropes or something, I don't know. I tear it off and I put it next to him or tuck it into his pocket if he has pockets. Okay. And I look at the party members and I say, you know, he might be chasing us, but at least I don't, if someone's going to kill him, at least I don't think it should be me. I just, I think it's unsafe. If he does this exact same thing again, I don't want to get kidnapped again. Okay. What do you two think? Well, what of the other dude? Rakia? Yes. His deal is with him if we kill Vale. I'm assuming Rakia would just leave. His deal is not with fighting us, otherwise he would have done so already, and he let me go. Oh, okay. I don't want to fight him. Mix, what do you think we should do? I don't, I mean, I don't want to kill him. He's a danger. I mean, I, I get why. I, I'm, I'm not going to stop anybody from doing it. Could we maybe 
Aylar, could we take him back to Dead Cairn? Could you keep him alive? I'm just afraid that Rakir will stop us, and I don't want to. Where's Rakir? Why don't we talk to him? He's on the roof. Rakir! He steps around the pillar that's right next to you guys, arms still folded. He says, Yes. You want to come down and join us? Oh, he's next to you. Oh. He stepped around the pillar that you were next to that you killed one of the devils. Teleport. Rakir. I... We don't want to fight you, and our quarrel is not with you. But we can't have him chasing after us over and over again. His contract was with me. I have no quarrel with you. I got him here. I got you here. That was our deal. And when his life is over, his afterlife is mine. That was the deal. So uh, if we take him to Dead Ken to be put under arrest, will you just like leave us alone? I will take his soul when it is time. I have plenty of time to wait. Oh, okay. Great, that's such a sad. Yeah, I don't, I especially now don't want to kill him. No, he's been nothing but, I wouldn't say kind, but helpful. At this point, you could, like, the mental state has deteriorated enough that Vale is almost like shivering on the ground, almost in a fetal position, just continuously saying, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Someone hinged. <laughs> Eli, what do you think of this? Um, we can take him and, and lock him up if that is your wish. I, he does not seem stable. I, I don't think he should be allowed back into society. Um, our facilities can hold him, though if he managed to find his way back from where you left him here, I I worry that something may happen in that note again. And he kind of gives a skeptical glance over to Rakir. And just back to you all. So I, I will leave this up to you. We can, we can take him back, if it is your wish. I do not like the idea of taking a man's life, but I am also very opposed to the idea of having somebody hunting us. Another somebody hunting us. Yeah. No, that's I know. For me, I say he, I mean, I'm impartial if he lives or dies. I truly do not care. But I do agree that I do not want him chasing us. I don't think it's safe either to have him travel with us all the way back to Dead Care. Yeah. How did you all get here so fast? Oh, um, Barty teleported us. That Garan, that's how we met up with Aylard, and we came here. How do you get here so fast? The Rakia teleported us here. I, I, I assume I woke up here, but it was, had only been minutes. Is there a teleportation circle here? I don't think so. I think it's a different ability. Ah, like okay. like that. Yeah. So anyway, so what I was going to say, although I don't think it would be right for me to kill him after all that happened. I know that what's happening to him is because of me, and I don't want him to become danger to himself or to others. Well, he's already been a danger to others. I know, but I mean outside our party, who knows what might happen if he does escape from that car like Aylar said he might. Well, you have sufficient 
prisons? I can think of two options. I say we either kill him now, and if neither of you want to do it, I can. Or we leave, cut the bridge, make sure he can't leave. Well, if he's already made a deal with the devil once, I don't think he's probably doing it again. What else does he have to offer if he's already offered his soul? If he, fi- if he happens to find a way to leave this place after we cut the bridge, because I'm sure Rakshia here can leave however he wants, then at that point if he comes for us, I think by then we should be... we will be able to take care of him at that point. But... Let's not leave it up to chance. Yeah. We never know what sort of thing he will do next time we see him. Well, I guess if anyone should do it, they should be me, because I started No, it. you shouldn't do it. It should be me. I'm the one that spared his life in the first place and caused all no, of this to happen. No, I don't. No, it, no, I think it should be me. It is no, my I fault get that... <laughs> I get to it is my fault that he turned to this and... This is ridiculous. I shoot him. <laughs> Make your attack roll disadvantage. He's on the ground. Can I stop? Seven. Um, oh, I didn't get that. I, I mean, you can try and make a a dexterity saving throw or a dexterity check. I crit. 23. I have 24. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. But I did not crit. A disadvantage? Yeah. Jesus. Damn. Um, I will say that the your kind of you move and go to shove seven um, from his shot I will say that adds five to his AC but it's still as you nudge seven the arrow instead of piercing his heart pierces a shoulder and he just (laughs) I'm just gonna walk towards him then can I see a knife why would you stop me knife because I should do it and I'm gonna take the knife. I'm gonna pick him up and hug him and say, I'm sorry, but I will never forget you. And I will remember and learn from this. Then I'm gonna kill him. Okay. So you say this and, and stab the knife into his chest. And, and as you push it in, he just says, You will always be. I'm going to start digging to make a grave for him. Okay. Oh, I'm going to do the uh, typical close his eyes okay. with my hand. I was just imagining only dreams now. Yeah. <laughs> you do this and, and silently step up and begin to start. Then I'm going to look to Rakir. Say, I know his soul is now yours, but... I'm sure you do things with souls, but can you take care of him? Well, I don't want to know what you do with it, but just say yes, so put me at peace of mind. He just looks at you and kind of gives a half smirk on his feline face. He says, his fate, he made it himself. Well, good enough answer, I guess. You're digging. He turns to the rest of you, arms still folded. Says, "On that matter, a contract is always open if one is required." I think we'll pass, but thank you. 
genuinely. He gives a slow nod. I'll take a calling card. Seven, <laughs> <laughs> no. He hears you say this and just says, I have no calling card, but there are ways to find me if you seek this route. You know my name, yes? Yes. I'm sure it shouldn't be too difficult. He nods and just stands there silently watching you carry out digging the grave. Alar helps you do so and helps you grab Vale's body and lower him down. Um, I'm going to walk over to Seven and cast Kill Wounds at second level. Okay. So I saw you get hit. Yep. Pretty bad. He's still bleeding a little bit out of a couple wounds. And you feel Nimue places her hand on you and you feel that divining warmth surge through your body and those wounds you can feel close up. You finish. Fourteen. Nice. You finish bearing Vale. Okay. And Alar stands there for a moment in silence and then looks to you and, and just gives a nod and puts a hand on your shoulder and says Tail, I You did the right thing. Thank you, Alar. Even though it's kinda hard thinking I did but I know it had to be done. We all possess the ability to change from who we once were. It just takes the will to do it. That's something that sometimes I struggle with, you know? But I just hope that if we encounter others, we can save them from themselves. With what I have seen here today, I do not doubt it. Thank you. That means a lot to me. He pats you on the shoulder with the other arm and turns to everyone and says, So, shall we get out of this place? I don't wish to linger here much longer, and night is quickly approaching. I believe we can make it down the mountain before we have to make yep. camp. I'm of the same opinion. Um, let's go. Uh, does Aylor look hurt at all? No. Okay. Anybody the, else? Did anybody else? Him. Uh, Nick's did, but it was Four wasn't, points. Yeah. That's fine, because I'm still at 69 health points. So. 69? You don't yeah, want any healing. So. <laughs> this thing was fine, all yeah, my fault, nice. and I didn't get hit. <laughs> Rude, I got hit twice. <laughs> you know what? I would have got hit twice if it wasn't for your haste. You're spell. welcome. Mm -hmm. So, you all make your way, hopefully, most of you, when think we cross, for the last time. When we cross the bridge, I'm going to say... No one should have to come here anymore. Then I'm going to cut it. Okay. You cut it and you, as it's invisible, just hear this like <laughs> against the rock wall, but the illusion of the bridge still stands. That seemed dangerous. <laughs> should make sign or something. Uh, oh, Not a actually, real bridge. I could, can I do uh, fucking... Uh... Dispel illusion. Well, I have dispel magic, but not oh. today. Oh, well, I'm sure, you know, I had it whatever happens, happens at this point. We thought I'd gonna make go. another enemy that's going to hunt you down because they fell off. of. How would they know? <laughs> <laughs> Tail was here. <laughs> yeah, where's the press the digitation when you need it? Just saying 
danger. Carve it into rocks. Yeah. Well, we could just do it carve with, it. Yeah, yeah just, just carve it into a, a rock. Danger, fake I'm not bridge. Use that on my knife. Oh, I'll do it. Okay, fake you, bridge. You carve <laughs> that into the rock. <laughs> fake bridge. <laughs> so, it's like the Dark Souls sign. <laughs> yeah, you never know if it's real or not. Yeah, fake chest. So, you all leave this cavern and and make your way back down the the slopes to the base of the mountain and begin to set up camp for the evening as the rain subsides about halfway down your journey um, and you kind of get that earthy, that petrichor smell that just you know lingers in the air as you begin to set up camp and get a fire going and Alar pulls out some um, like meats that he had brought and begins to put them on a spick and, and roast them over the fire and sits down and kind of quiet Telly doesn't really know what to say to well, all of you, but... Elar, um, I'm glad you came with us. It has been good to see you all again. I uh, was growing a bit stir-crazy there these last few months. Um, well, there are always adventure when us <laughs> are around. Seems the That's only circumstances good. I see you is when somebody's in danger. Uh, on that note, um, I do want to genuinely thank you all, but also... You, Ayla, for coming when you you didn't need to. I appreciate it. You all are friends. I consider you that, at the very least, and I wasn't going to let one of you stay in that situation and stand by and do nothing. Well, thank you all for coming so quickly. Um, I appreciate it, and... You know, it wasn't... I was never hurt or anything up there or anything of that sort, but it is harrowing to be with your friends one second and not the next. It's, um, thank you all. So let's unlearn. No accepting a random rock from people. Yeah, I fucking take that rock and I chuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking throw that shit away as far as I can. Easy. Great. (laughs) Fuck that thing. So Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, definitely okay. be more careful. Well, uh, trust me, I'm not going to let another random stranger put his hand on me. What, what do we want to do when we get back? Do we want to ask Barty to teleport back? Oh, I guess I haven't really thought that far. We, I guess we are in the Altain Confederation again. Yeah, uh, a lot of progress getting to the wilds. Oof. Well, I would hate to see you all leave so soon, but I do understand if... Well, oh, don't must. worry. There, we party before we leave. Um, it wouldn't be the same if we didn't. On that note, what's wh- what's happening in, in Deadcan? Um, is there anything that we should should know about? How's Idris? Um, they're still not healed. Um, a lot has changed. Um, it's easier for you to see than for me to tell you. Um, nothing bad, but it would be easier for you to. See it once we get back to the city. Okay. I'm sure that Idris would like to speak with you all. Yeah. We would like to see them as well. Well, I am going to turn in for the evening in hopes that we can get an early start and get back. Um, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you all are as well. I had no doubt you could handle yourselves, but nonetheless. Um, Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. As he goes to like walk over to his bed mat, kind of stops in front of you, Nix, and just says, "That move you did with the knife 
Could you teach me that? Hmm. Yeah, sure. That's that would be fine. You just I can't do it. Nod satisfaction and. But. Good night, Mira. <laughs> okay. Takes a step over. When he gets in bed, I'll use the sending stone. And say, <laughs> 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 Sweet dreams. In, in your ear and out loud, you just hear him say, "You too." <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Anyone want to talk about anything, do anything before you sleep for the evening? Um. So, oh, are we going to stay in the Altain Confederate? Are we going to go back to Midcross? And what? You what do we what? have to do now? It's I've been it such a long day. Maybe we should discuss tomorrow. I, let's just get back to Dead Cairn and figure it out there. All right. Um. Before we go to sleep, I want to inspect my shoulder. Okay. Um, so you kind of pull off your armor as you're getting ready to, to bed down and, and pull aside your, your underclothes. Um, the blackness on your neck has seemed to subside a little bit. Oh. Okay, good. All right. I can go to sleep better tonight now. Who's taking watches? I can take first watch. I'll take second. I'll take first with seven. I'll take second with Nix. Okay. And Ayla can do third all by his damn self. <laughs> I'm still awake over here. <laughs> yeah, you heard us. <laughs> I and only need sending. four hours of rest. If you don't recall, I'm happy to take the entire second watch. Oh, I'm, I think I might be kind of restless tonight, so I'm fine taking watch. Very well. But thank you. You know, you go have that break that you desire. This was the break that I was looking for. Anyway. Here, you can have Bali. Then I toss him Bali. He, uh, Take care of him. Don't, um, he moves a lot in his sleep, so... Kind of like holds it up and shakes it a little bit. We'll do... Takes it and lays back down. Um, all right, so you two for first watch, if you would like to roll your perception checks for me. I'm going to guidance myself. Cock. Seventeen. Eight. Okay. <laughs> Seven, you're, you kind of get distracted, um, like checking your you know your your rituals of like checking your arrows to make sure that you know everything is tied and, and attached the heads and making sure the heads are sharpened um a little bit not as worried about anything attacking you um Nimue, you're you're looking around kind of in the silence and you see this kind of like shadow pass over your head and you glance up quickly and can see a large the large form of a black owl and a sword over a little bit before disappearing into the trees. Um, other than that, nothing. You son of a bitch. <laughs> He's Are busy you watching me. Looking um, to talk about anything, you two? Well, I just, um, I, not necessarily that, but what I wanted to be doing was um, wrapping up the um, the newly made symbol of Varuna on my hand. I'm not mm -hmm. going to use magic to heal it. Okay. I want it to scar. 
so I'm going to just Check wrap it up. In the Seven, you do notice that as you're, you know, messing with your arrows, you can see Nimue start to wrap up her hand. You can't see the symbol itself with an eight, but you can see her kind of tending to a wound on her hand and just insightfully know that she can heal things. And that strikes you as a little odd. Okay. Your watch passes and you wake up the next two. Or is it just tail? No, it's you two taking it, right? Tail and Nyx. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you wake up the next two. Um, yeah, roll your perception checks. Natural 20. Six. Okay. Um, Tail, you're just lost in thought over what has occurred this past day. You don't really notice much. <laughs> um, Nyx, you paying attention, it's it's like that that focused where that adrenaline's just pumping through your blood from what had happened and and you're just ready. You're on edge and ready for anything. And it's almost like uncomfortable because nothing happens, but you can like just the ambiance of the area around you is almost amplified. Like you can hear this slight snore from Alar as he sleeps on his bed mat. And I mean, other than that, it's just a quiet, still night. You can hear crickets nearby. The rain has cleared and, and you can see through like little patches of clouds, the, the starscape kind of light up. Other than that, nothing. I'll just enjoy that. Okay. Um, Nimue. So in the last throes of consciousness um, that you have before sleep takes you, you hear the faint hoot of an owl. And your dreams find you quickly and as you walk into a meadow with a large tree on the far end, half living and half dead. This familiar life elven featured form of the maiden, Varuna, sits in the center of a table made from the tree roots at its base. Her black streaked silver hair falls over her shoulders atop this elegant white and silver lace dress and a faint plume of steam drifts off of a familiar clay teapot atop the table. Varuna gestures to an open seat to her left in the light of the living side of the tree. And as you sit, she smiles and says, Please, have some tea while we wait. Another should be joining us shortly. Oh, I'll drink the tea. And I'll drink Tail. As your thoughts coalesce into dreams, you feel and hear a crunch as you notice your feet step forward into the darkness. Another step yields the same sensation as a dull red light illuminates the space, enough for you to see where you stand. An eerily familiar sight lies before you. You stand atop a mound of flesh and bone. Broken bodies lie scattered around you and the scent of death and decay lingers on the air. A looming shadow shifts in the distance, and you hear that voice again. You have failed me, forsaken my blessings. You will regret that choice, whelp. Suddenly you feel fingers grasp around one ankle, and then the other. You look down and see hands jutting out of the mounds of death, grabbing for you with bony, decaying fingers. Half-rotted corpses begin to crawl their way towards you, peeling skin from their already tattered forms. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me. Ugh. 
16. 16. So you pull free of the bony clutch around your legs, but another hand rises to meet you and you trip and begin to tumble down this piecemeal hill. Your roll stops and you have but a moment to catch your breath before these creaks and moans take up the ambiance around you and you step out of the way just before more hands scrape across the ground where you were. Another voice enters your mind. Do not struggle. Give in. You must trust me. Do I recognize the voice? You've heard it before. Okay. Well, I'm assuming it's Varuna's voice, so I'm gonna... Okay, except... Then I'm going to, like, look over into where I assume Glubiet to be watching me. I'm going to be like... I will continue to defy you, and... For the mistake that I made of reaching out to you, I will not make it again. And you will not, you will never have your hold on me. Then I'm just gonna fade into the corpses. <laughs> you give in. More and more hands clasp you and pull you further down. Corpses begin to crawl and pile over the top of you, and you feel the air growing stale and sparse as you sink further down into this mound of death. You begin to struggle to draw breath again and again, and panic starts to set in. Your lungs burn and you can feel the pulse pumping in your ears. Your body instinctually attempts to take one last heaving breath and is met with results. Air rushes back into your lungs and the fuzziness around your vision slowly settles. You find yourself floating in a small pond of cool blue water. Um, a, light glow, a light glow pierces the brush in front of you. Now you can see... Um, Sorry, it pierces the brush in front of you from just beyond this barrier of greenery, and you climb out of this pond and step through the brush, emerging into a meadow. In front of you now, you can see a large tree climbs towards the sky, one half of this tree alive and the other dead, as the ambient light seems to split in the meadow between the two. A table crafted out of gnarled roots sits at the base of this table or of this tree, and two figures appear to be seated there. One, a woman with elven features, long silver hair streaked with black, pale white skin, and this flowing ornamental dress of white and silver sits in the middle. And on your right sits your friend Nimue. Tail? Hi, Nimue. Did you wake up here? Well, I've woken up here before, yes. Oh, that's way better than where I woke up. Not better. <laughs> the elven-featured woman smiles and gestures to the empty seat on her left within the dead side of the tree. Ah, right on time. Please, come join us. We have much to discuss. Ah, okay. I just slowly walk over to her. Okay. And you sit at the table? Yeah. Okay. You sit down and she pours you a cup of tea from this clay teapot that sits in the center and slides it towards you take a sip of it then I don't drink anymore I'm not a very big fan of tea <laughs> <laughs> she smiles with a little satisfaction and gives a slight chuckle and she puts down the teapot and kind of straightens her posture and she says kind of looks to both of you and says I've been beside you both since the day that I brought you and she gestures to you Nimue my dear child back to this prime material plane and when you found each other 
My influence has been carried with only one, as she has kept our connection strong since that day. But I have been beside you nonetheless, Talon Alethia. I have halted the darkness seeking to consume you, but I am unsure how long my influence can hold it back. Once it returns, that fight will be on you. I seek to offer you a means to combat this shadow with the limited means that I have. Since my kin and I were barred from this prime material plane, we have only been able to exert a limited influence on the world that we left behind. But through our followers and those that connect with our divine nature, we are able to assert a small amount of control. Not since the days that we walked this plane were there champions that served under our banner. I wish to change that this day. With the limits that I have, my control over the realms of life and death have been waning. It is difficult to do more than witness the fates through the tree of possibility. But with you two, we could begin that path to bringing some form of order back to the cycle of life. I cannot lie to you, this path will not be easy. I cannot give you everything you need to connect and harness the divine energies that I provide, but I do know this. Watching your path shows me that you do possess the strength of will to walk this path. And the fates are clear about one thing. A darkness is coming for our world, and it will need champions to defend it. What do you say, my children? Will you seek to defend this realm in my name? I have but one question. What do you seek in return? What is the price for my life? There is no price for your life. Only that you seek to provide the same gift to others where you can. Others that are deserving. And on the other side of that, some choose their fates and their fates are bound. And death is the way at times. The cycle of life is ever changing, but fleeting. And I need you both at my side to keep it in check. There's not much I can do from where I stand here, but with your help, maybe a little bit more can be done. I don't know. I, uh, I guess I only very recently began hearing from you or talking to you. And after I feel like the path that I took was not the right one and I am barely on this new path I, of some sort. I've always uh, thought that the place that I should go should be to follow in the footsteps of uh, the dragon bloodline that I have, or maybe to follow the footsteps of the hero valley. Um, but I don't know. These are still paths that you are open to take. I do not seek to limit your fates and the possibilities before you. I seek to give you means to help where you can. Well, your divine power helped me recon I guess connect with the things that I want. Like connect with the platinum dragon rather than the black dragon and connect with valley rather than 
you know, bad god person that I talked to once. That I cannot say for sure. Though many think it, we are not omniscient, my kind. Fate is ever-changing. When you talk about champion that you had before, do you know about that champion valley? Yes, I am aware of valley. Who was he? He was one that sought to change the tides of their growing darkness during our conflict. And he was granted more... He was granted abilities by one of my kin. Paylor. If I accept contract or champion thing from you, is it possible for me to talk to Paylor too? We are also disconnected from each other now after the after the sealing of us from the plane. I cannot even confirm or converse with him. Huh. Okay. Well, I think that maybe if I accept it, it might give me higher chance of figuring out what who Bali is or what is happening to me, you know? And I think it might help against bad evil god person that I will not talk about. <laughs> so, Nimue, what do you think? Because, you know, for me, I reached out to one being and I regretted it. I know that Varuna is nothing like that person or that evil god. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to accept this or if I want to try and create my own fate, relying on my own power rather than others, you know? You misunderstand my offer. I will not shape your fate. Oh. You will do that. That is the point. Hmm. I hope that in the way that you shape yours, that my light will help you shape others in a positive manner. Hmm. And those that do not seek for a positive change or a positive fate will need someone to send them where their fates have already taken them so basically she's asking you to kill people and for me to kill people not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> i was just saying that not as name way um you know i i owe you my life and the gifts you have already given me have helped me do so much i don't wish to give it up I want to help people. I want to heal people. I want to continue doing what we're doing. So I guess I'm saying yes. She nods and turns to you, Tail. Uh, okay, I, I, I will accept don't, as well. You don't I have guess. to accept. Do I have to accept right now or do I have to? Can I think about that? Your choice needs to be made here. Uh, It took a lot for me to bring you both here now. and 
I'm not sure how much more of this I can maintain. Okay. I do not want my decision to influence yours, Tail. But all I have to say is that the influence of that other god is... It's something that you should get rid of. I know. And if this can help you... But some... You know, sometimes I want to prove that I can do it myself. You know, there are some others in my tribe who are in the same faith that I, you know, was in. And I want to believe that if I am able to fight it by myself, I can possibly save them. Because I doubt that they would ever reach out to other god, you know? But Tails, you don't have to do anything alone, and you don't have anything to prove to anybody. I you just want us. to prove it to myself. Because I know that if I can break this curse or whatever with with like my own power, I can prove to myself that I can save others who have fallen around the same path and that I can show them that they don't need anything special to break free of those chains or whatever but they just need their friends and their own power to be able well tell i don't think that she's even really offering you oh, I... a outrageous amounts of power or anything this is still you it's still your decisions it's still what you are doing for yourself i mean champion or not this is a path you will have to take on your own can you explain to me one more time what exactly will happen if I accept? I will give you what little of my te- my divine power that I can, and hopefully you can nurture this and build it and let this power grow. Straightens herself once again and, and closes her eyes for a moment before opening them and there's this this glowing white gold light that emanates from her eyes and she reaches one arm out and puts it on your shoulder Nimue and to yours tail and closes her eyes once more and you both feel this surge of warmth and divine fill your person and she opens her eyes once more and the glow is gone and she removes her hands and she says it is done now rise Nimue Darkrove champion of life and Talon Alethia champion of death all you had to tell me was that title and I would have accepted (laughs) (laughs) champion of friendship (laughs) okay well thank you Varuna Uh, Um, oh sorry go ahead sorry sorry <laughs> no, I saw it. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. I trust you will forge the right path, because I have seen that you possess the ability to do so. Now, I believe it is time for you to wake up. And with that, you're pulled out of this meadow, and your eyes flicker open, both of you at the same time, with the knowing of what has transpired within your night's rest. Bitch. 
and a newfound power or strength within you fills you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crit Seekers, everybody. Remember, you can go and give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser to get a shout-out on the show. We don't have anybody to shout-out this week, so get on it. Give us a review on Podchaser. You can review specific episodes, which is pretty cool. So if you have a favorite, get on there, tell us what you thought, what you liked about it, and we'll shout you out on the episode. Um, Also, please, you know, send us some love and reach out to us on Instagram or uh, Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your favorite moments, favorite characters, what you liked, what you didn't like. You know, just uh, hit us up. We'd love to say hello. Um, Thanks, everybody. And uh, new episodes air every week on Mondays at 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Hope you have a good week and we will see you next time.